Blog Talk Radio. Pull up to home, made her too bad ass up. 
know she won't Slow it down, do faster Told me to pussy mine I ain't even had an answer I'm like one of a kind Hit that shit all the time It's just dick only mine I can lay on my spine Legs up to the sky And I gotta go by My love's so Wi-Fi My love's so Wi-Fi She keep calling me I'm just ballin' bees Like I wanna ring I'm in her arteries Just call me Dr. C Then go fuck on her friend Ooh, baby, pardon me Love the way that she got it But ain't into romance The way she move her body Like she tryna slow dance She ride on me, no hands Throw her all of these bands Put her under a trance She stop calling her man Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to OG Radio. It's your favorite host with the butter toast and Genesis with the twisted lips of poetry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I had to beat you to the punch. I see. I was ready too. I was ready. I know you was. I know you were. How are you doing? I've been busy, like really busy. Um, I've been trying to be back in the gym. That's like my number one priority right now. And then right. um, book sales have been good. Um, also, just being a new mama, keeping up with the house and stuff like that, and doing different um, events with poetry. So. I've been pretty busy, and then I'm deep into these uh, stocks and and crypto and all this other stuff. So I stay pretty busy with that too. So I'm all about money. I feel that. That's always a plus. Yeah. Yeah. I, if they've been doing good, they've been going up a lot. I've been making some good money, so I'm, it's always a good thing to always make some extra money. That's for X. Definitely need that pool. I'm great. I've been smoking and drinking. Nah, I'm <laughs> <playing>. <laughs> nah, I've been drinking a little bit. I a little edible, but you know I'm decent. But I've been good. I've been making some oh. moves out here. My my name been mentioned uh, on a few other podcasts from other people out in the world. So, you know, that's always a plus. They're showing the love. They're showing the love. Facts. Well, you're a level of uh, person. Got sad so, news. Huh? I said, well, you're a lovable person, so. And he, he'll put his put, he'll put his neck out for you, too. He'll take care of you. Like, he definitely does. I appreciate his support, too. He definitely is very supportive. So, cool. that's from me to you. You, Radio Who? Rails. Who supports? You're supportive. You're very supportive. Oh. You just All wanted right, to hear me say that again. Nah, nah. Man, that that's... Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I appreciate that. I just say. Not I got time. Now, what's the sad news? Uh, like I told everybody yesterday... I'll be taking a little little mini break uh, off radio, so y'all won't hear my voice for some weeks. But I will be back Aww. the second week of March. Um, I got some stuff that I got to take care of, so pretty much I'm moving, so you know I got to take care of all that stuff, you know. So I gotta take some time off for radio, get all that going in the next few weeks, because I'm moving in the next couple of weeks. Well, that's also exciting, too, you know, starting for the new chapter in life and just, you know, doing different things. I think it's a beautiful thing. Thank you, thank you. But You're welcome. For all those who are listening, I am starting back up my podcast, Talk That Ish. I'm reviving that. And starting next Saturday on the 20th of February, February, 10 o'clock at night, we are, the Yak Boys podcast is full in effect, and you get to hear us, me and my brothers, shoot the shit, 
every Saturday night, 10 p.m. on the Anchor app, and that will eventually be on Spotify. Uh, Talk That Ish is on Spotify, Breaker app, Apple Podcasts. I'm on a lot of podcasts, a lot of a lot of platforms for myself. But you'll still get to hear me. It'll be once a week, but y'all still get a dose of me out here. I just deleted Anchor off my damn phone, too. I need to put it back on since you said that. Yes, you do. You definitely do. <laughs> I literally just did it right before the show started. I was like, let me clear my phone. Damn. This is an app that I don't use. Literally, like, right hey, before I, I was clearing out my phone. I have some <laughs> great numbers. And what's your uh, show called? Before I left, talk that ish. I'll, uh, I'll send it to you off, off air. Yeah, I've been I've been uh, there's a few I I would I would proudly say that my second season was way better than my first season. My first season I was all over the place. But the second season was a little bit more a little more well rounded and structured. It's called growth. Yeah, you know, I had um and also, everybody who's tuned in, yesterday I had my homegirl, fellow podcaster, Radio uh, Ray So Dope. She's the one. She's one of the main reasons why I started doing the podcast. Uh, I was talking about it. She reached out to me. was like, go for it. This is what you do. This is what you use. Shoot for the stars. So um, she was major shout-out to Ray So Dope. She's the, one of the reasons why I am who I am today. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have. Never put my voice to nothing out here. No. Where's your all's at tonight? <laughs> you so sentimental. Oh, wow. Talking about the sentimental. Uh, here we go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, one of my homegirls was supposed to be on tonight because she had a lot of shit to say. But she's at work till 11, so she wouldn't be able to be on the show. But the topic was going to be why when a woman gets a good thing, they fuck it up. Excuse I had posted me? this as, hold on, because men do the same thing. <laughs> but from a woman's standpoint, standpoint, sometimes a woman fucks it up as well. So say a woman wants this ideal man, the man of their dreams, they get this man, but they find a way to fuck it up. I I haven't really ran across – the women I've talked to, they haven't really answered that question. But maybe you could shed some light as to why sometimes a woman can mess up that relationship uh, when she does have that man, ideal man, that she always wanted. Me personally, um... I would say um, I think it could be – because of the, her, their her past relationship, like she may may have bring that you know into the new relationship, or if she has the the slightest thought of that she could fuck up the relationship, she'll fuck it up. Why do we have to trust about women? Why can't it just be pertaining about men? That was that was the topic. Of that's what my that's what my feelings is about. But that was that was the discussion. That was what was that was, that was the poll that was out I there. I've been feeling like you low and key be. I feel like you. I feel like you low key no. be. So okay, you know. so this this will happen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This will happen. I asked the women in my chat, right? I asked them, "Hey, ladies, um, what makes a woman happy? Or what what makes women happy, right?" And they okay. they answered. And I'm like, okay, so if a woman gets all of that, why does some women, not all, some women fuck that up? Because there there are times where a man is completely 100 and doing everything he's supposed to, being faithful and everything, and he fucks it up. And then it's the same thing, other way around, same thing. But for the woman's sense, I wanted to hear from a woman's point of view why a woman may have, why she would, you know, fuck up that relationship if she get everything that she wanted in the man. Well, let me, I'm going to tell you this. So it's like self-sabotage. 
basically some women, and like I'm saying some, feel like they don't deserve to be loved in a certain way. And that's the usually depends on how they grew up, what male figures they had around them, their past relationships, and that kind of all coexists together, which creates the person that um, they are today or in their current relationship. And a lot of women don't notice it until they seek counseling or until they actually run into a good guy that potentially they feel like is doing everything they want them to do, but they think it's a trick. They feel like it's too good to be true. I know if you've ever thought you won some money or you're like, no, it's too good to be true. It's too good to be true. And then they get to the next page and like putting your credit card information. Like I knew it was a catch to this shit. Like I knew it. Right. So basically it's like a, a guarded feeling. You know, you always guard yourself because you've been hurt previous time. And not to say that that is the right thing to do, um, to keep your guard up all the time. But it is really hard um, to allow somebody to go past those barriers because, you know, it's, it's painful. And they say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. That is so false. And I hate that saying because I read somebody hit me with with a stone or something like that. This is damn crushed me into a, a abbreviation to be like, Damn, I really saw that coming, but I ignored it, you know? Or sometimes women are thinking like, hey, maybe this is the dude from before gave a, a guy before a chance like that, and then they fucked her over. So it's just like kind of give right. and take. But a lot of times, you know, it's not intentional, but however you was raised or what, like I said, what type of male figures you have around you because – that kind of determines a lot of things. That's why I tell young men now who go out here and make these kids and for their daughters and stuff like that, especially they got a daughter and they're not in their child's life for whatever reason, they need to make that their business, you know, to to be in their child's life because why would you want another man's DNA to, you know, taint your seed? Like, I, I don't understand you know, why men do that, create children at least. So that plays a big part in it too. So I'm not saying that that's all men's fault or some women are, you know, evil and don't want them to see their child. But sometimes it's not the case. So a lot of women need to seek that type of counseling in order to get past that. And if you a guy that really wants to be with that woman, then you'll work it out with her. And if not, you just move on to the next. But a lot of these women out here that do that are really good women. They've just been burned a lot of times. You know, they've never seen what it what it felt like to really be loved in that capacity from any human being. So, you know, that's the answer that I was is, looking for. I wanted I wanted a full answer, but a lot of women did not give me that answer. They and the biggest thing for me is that a man and a woman play the blame game. Oh, well, if she did this or if he did that, like, don't play the blame game. Like, everybody should take accountability of their own actions in a relationship. Yeah. And you make choices like, every like day. Cheating. You choose to be with that person. Yeah. Exactly. Like, just like cheating. A lot of people be like, well, I cheated because, she did this or he did that. Like, no, you cheated because simply you wanted to. You don't have to cheat. You made the conscious effort and decision to do what you wanted to do because that's what you wanted to do. Exactly. So I I personally, I see that, you know, some women I see that's going through that. Like, I have a friend, and I'm not saying no names or anything, but she always feels like she needs to be with somebody, right? And she's just such a sweet person that, you know, she'll do anything for that person. Even even if it's a brand-new guy, she sees him and be giving him money and trying to help him out because she's just genuinely a good person like that, and she just wants to be loved. Somebody, Some people desire that to the fullest extent and never really receive that. And they just want to be loved. And that's exactly what she said. She said, I just really want to be loved. 
And, you know, it kind of looks like desperation to other people. But in her mind, it's just something that her body craves, you know. And not even in the intimate mm-hmm. sense. It's it's more so, you know, every human or most humans, but most humans desire affection, attention, a touch, human touch, you know. So it's embedded in us since we were born to be touched. Our parents, you know, feedings, hugs, kisses, you know, all that stuff. So it's always, you know, something that we desire. So she always does that, and then she always gets burned every time. You know, a guy treat her bad or cheat on her or, you know, they take advantage. People tend to take advantage of heartful people. And there's not a lot of good out here in the world because everybody's just trying to use you as a stepping stone to get to the next thing they're trying to get to. They're looking out for self. People are really selfish in life. So I feel like um, some men really need to put, because, you know, some women think you're in a relationship or even some men that think they're in a relationship and they're really not in a relationship. It's just something to do to pass the time for the other person and then you find out that y'all was just passing the time and then you feel her. I really feel like communication is key to a lot of these situations and it needs to be addressed. In the beginning, the preliminary stages of a relationship needs to be addressed and say, hey, are we together or are we not together? Are we dating other people? Are we going towards marriage? Like, what is the end destination of this relationship? So everybody has a clear understanding of what's going on. Instead of trying to sneak and, and, you know, do everything you want to do and keep the other person in hiding, like, cool, female or male, it's just we too grown. We too grown out here. Ain't nobody living that long. So just go on, speak your piece, and just do what you're going to do. But I, I really feel like, not to get off topic, but I really feel like women that go through that have been traumatized, have been hurt in situations where it just leaks out onto their new partner. So you, some men just have to give time and patience, not saying stay forever, but to go on that roller coaster with that person because I've heard this from I heard this before the same I don't know exactly where it came from but it says you need to to realize um, whoever you're dating um, and they're angry when they're angry when they're happy when they are um, scared and when they're financially in debt or whatever's going on those different type of stresses before you commit to that person you need to see them in all lights, you know, before you commit to that person. Because people change. Right. I feel that so. because I uh I, I was i I'm one of those was one of those people who uh who in life the thirty years I've been living have not been single. I always felt like I needed to be with somebody. So I was always in a relationship. Always. Or fucking with somebody. Yeah. So I was never yeah. <laughs> never, never single my entire life. Yeah, I've ever started dating. Was never single. Don't know how that feels. Don't know what it, what it, what that's like. So you know, some people be like single goals. I'd be like, what the fuck is that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> that is, I'm the complete opposite. I've always been single, <laughs> always, and I've had relationships. Don't get me wrong. Um. But I've also dated a lot, too, and I enjoyed that. And then um, this, actually, the current relationship that I am in right now has been the longest relationship that I've been in since probably high school. High school. I've never just been with one, like, a person. Like, I've never done that before. And it's weird because it's like everybody laughs at me and they're like, oh, you don't want to, you want to be in a relationship, but then you don't want to be in a relationship. Or I just want to, you know, chill. That's, that's the best thing to do. I said that. I could never make it past three years. And I was with my ex-wife. We was together for six years. So that was definitely my longest relationship ever. 
other than that, I've been making past two, three years. I was like, shit, whoever likes me, I'm with it. But everybody liked me, so, you know, you know. Not that deep. It wasn't always great. But I just, I don't know, I never wanted to be alone. Like, I was too afraid to be alone. I was like, fuck that, y'all niggas tripping. Fuck that single shit. That shit gay. You know, I <laughs> I can't necessarily say that because I had a lot of fun. Um, and I learned a lot about myself. That's what, that's what being single is. You learn a lot about yourself. Um you have more time to to explore and, and meet different people and talk to all different people I mean, and walk through life. And, I mean, I, I trust me, I I explored. Trust me, my my college years and a little bit after, I definitely explored and met a lot of women through all walks of life. But I was just never for that single shit. Now, now that I'm older, I was like, man, I should have been single at this point in time in exactly. my life. But I was like, no, nah, I don't want to be. And you can you could have been single and just dating, you know, just dating people all the time. Um, going out breakfast, lunch and dinner to the movies or rock climbing, you know, do some type of sporting I mean, you could, event you could or whatever. Say that. I guess you could I guess you could say I was dating people, whatever, but I just never wanted to be alone. If I could lay my head down with somebody, I was for it. Yeah, I've never been like that. I, my mom, I got to a point where I was single for so long, I remember my mom called me, and she was like, I got to ask you a question. And I was like, yeah, what's up? She was like, when are you going to start dating again? I was like, what do you mean? She, were you having, I don't just... Oh, did we lose you? We lost Genesis for a quick second. She will be back. She will be back. But we lost Genesis for a second. But, um, yeah, yeah, your boy Radio Rail was out here. So those who know me knew what I was on, knew what I was about. Um, You know, I, I met some incredible people in my lifetime, but, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, now that I am... Engaged, it's it's great because the person I'm engaged to is my best friend for over 20 years, you know. And some people say, hey, you know, find your best friend, and that's exactly what I've, you know, been doing. So here's Genesis. She is back. (laughs) I don't know. We had some technical difficulties. I don't know. It's, this weather has been crazy outside too, so Chicago been getting some some snow, 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 right. snow, and I've never seen so much snow. I've only been back for about a year now, so I'm not used to all this damn snow. And you know, I don't know how people live like this. I don't like it at all. It's, it's, it's I don't know if it's ever. I'm like ever get used to this because it's just too much. I'm used to it. Yeah, you've been here all your life, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, I've moved to Wisconsin at a point of time in my life, but, I mean, I've moved around a lot, and I've been to a whole lot of different states, but God always brought me back here to Chicago, so Chicago is, you know, where I need to be. I think that's what happened to me last year, too. And why I ended up back here because uh, I was just coming to visit for Thanksgiving and end up staying. Of 2019, I came to visit and end up staying. <laughs> Never left back out. I don't know. It, it just it just worked that way. Like you said, God must have wanted me here because there was no way. There was no way. <laughs> So how do you feel about women that do that? What do you mean? That that 
fuck up relationships. relationships. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's bogus as hell. I've been there where women have sabotaged relationships on my behalf, but I, I just I feel like why? Why do you need to sabotage? You know what you got. You don't need to. They don't you know, feel like they should be loved, though. That's real love. Uh, you gotta I be mean, true. you know, I, I've, you know, offered myself, and like, you know, some women just was like, still kind of fucking over, which is crazy, you know. But, you know, I don't know. I don't see why you have to sabotage your relationship for it. You know, if, if this is what you want, you should work toward keeping it. That is true. I wouldn't necessarily and never say stop that. Doing the things, never stop doing the things that it took for you to get that person. That's one thing I'm definitely realizing over and over as, I'm, as I got older. Is never stop doing the things you, it took for you to get that person. So the same thing, same way you got them, that's how you keep them. That is true. That is so really if you were sweet and all that, that in the beginning, do it. You know, be sweet. If you were very communicative, if you communicate a lot in the beginning, stay that way. That's the hard part, though. It is. Um, I always say, I, like, I always tell people that in the beginning, the first year is the fairy tale stage. You know what I'm saying? It's always a fairy tale. You know, you get to hang out with this person. You're excited to see them because you don't live together. You know, when you live together, shit changes a lot because now you get all of them. You get to find out their likes, their dislikes, uh, the shit that they do on a daily basis. Um, stuff that may piss you off about a person, you get to find out all of that. But if you can deal with it, you got it. Um, I never agree. I never like when people um, are together for a while, live separate houses, then decide to get married, and then then move into with each other. Like I, I don't never agree to that because like you need to live with that person first to see if you can be compatible with that person in, the, in that household. And then you can go ahead and be like, all right, well, I'm going to marry this person or whatever. Because if you do it the other way around, like, you may not want to deal with that shit. That's true. I got a friend. I have a friend who did exactly what I just said, where they got married to the person. Then they moved in, and then they found out, oh, this this ain't working. This ain't it. Who I wanted and what I want. And it was miserable. Um, I mean, they worked at it, you know, but they they're still miserable. So it's like, well, you know, you should have like... at the beginning. You kind of should have just, you know, figured it out at the beginning. Well, hell, some people are married and live in separate houses or sleep in separate rooms, and then <laughs> I know people personally like... like that. They have a, they live in the same house. Yeah. But they sleep in yeah. separate rooms. So Yeah, I don't like that. That's stupid as hell. Like if I'm with you, I'm with you. <laughs> Be with me. Sleep with me. Like we don't they don't necessarily say that we have to sleep in the same damn bed because sometimes you want to spread out shit. I know. I I remember just being single and I always had my bed to myself. And sometimes my daughter would come lay in the bed with me, and it would be just me in the damn bed, and it just it was nice. But then when you got to share your space with other people, sometimes they get a bit much. Be like, what in the world did I sign up for? Like right now, it's a king, you got a king-size bed, right? But my son now, he sleeps in the middle. <laughs> so it feels like a very small bed. Not talking about getting the California king. It's, it's, it's just, it changes. It's like, I liked being by myself. I know people that don't like being alone. But personally me, I guess I guess I got used to it. If I wanted to get up and do something, go out to eat or go to the movies or whatever, I would do a lot of that while my my daughter was at school. 
you know, or she would be at the sitters or something like that. When you got somebody else's, it's kind of like I got to pay for their food too or I got to pay for their ticket too. That should be adding up. It just it just adds up because you have your family. And so compared to you being by yourself, it is way different. Uh, I feel that. I feel that. Like right now, for example, go... right now. Go ahead. Example right now. My girl and kids has been at her her mother's house since Saturday because it's cold as it's cold as hell in here. Like the whole building is using the heat and it's fucking freezing outside, so it's freezing inside. So we're like, oh well, we got the baby, so why don't you just go, you know, to your mom's house because we don't want her dealing with this cold. So it's like, for me, first couple of days I'm like, oh, I got the house for myself, cool. But now I'm like. I miss you, girl. Like, I miss y'all. Like, fuck. I don't like being in this house by my damn self. Starting to hear shit, see shit. I need y'all back. I'm used to coming home with y'all and, like, this being alone shit is like, ugh. So tomorrow, probably being off radio, I'm going to go stop by, you know, at the in-laws and be with the family because I don't like this shit. Aww. So you fucking up. I should have had the all button today. But um where <laughs> uh I guess I get like that sometimes. But most of the time if I get out the house for two hours, three hours, something like I'll be ecstatic. Like you don't understand. I'd be like, hmm, let me go get some I don't drink coffee. I would get a freaking uh hot cocoa from Starbucks or some shit just to be out and about or I'll go I like bookstores. I'm a nerd. Tell me what you want. Barnes and Noble is my favorite store, favorite bookstore. But I would go there, sit down and read, or I would go to the gym for a couple hours. That's like my me time. That's like me to do whatever I want. And sometimes I go get my nails done. Sometimes like once a month I go get my nails and feet done and just relax. But I used to just, you know, be cool or be on the phone with my friends or my mom or something like that. Now, like, I, I miss my guy, like, if I'm gone for too long. But then some days I be like, I ain't got to clean up all this goddamn mess in the house. I ain't got to worry about laundry. I ain't got to worry about sharing my space or my food. Like, that's one thing. Sometimes I, I'll be out and about. And anytime I go to the store, I always buy everybody something in the store to bring back to the house. I don't know why I do it. I just do it because I feel like if I come in the house with something, I have to have something for everybody, you know, especially if it's food or right. snacks or something. I, I have to. So I know yeah. I used to, with my daughter, when it was just me and my daughter, I would just, whatever, in the car, you know, before I came in the house. <laughs> or, I, I do that a lot. <laughs> I do that yeah, a lot. Yeah, because they, like, they be wasting what? it. Yeah. They be wasting your stuff. They waste it. That's why. So if anybody like, oh, that's wrong, she do that to her daughter because they waste it and they waste my money, damn it. But anyway, now I can't do that. She's older, so she she eat most of the stuff that I like to snack on, plus him too. He like, oh, you didn't bring me. You know, I I just have to make sure I bring him something in the house too. But let me get in his car, and I'll be trying to chip bags and shit in there. Like, you ain't bring nothing in the house for us. <laughs> See, me right. in the car snacking his damn stuff, doing his own thing. So I, I just feel like. On the way home. So be on the way home, like, you know what? Let me stop by this and go eat. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely feel that. Exactly. So it's just that if I have it, I have as a parent or a nurturer or spouse or whatever to get everybody something, but I do, I, I did enjoy my single life because you got the rest of your life to be with somebody. Yeah, you got, I'm 30 now, I got 40, 50, 60, 70. You talking about I got the next 40 years to be with a person? Some people don't want to wait that long. No, you don't have to wait that long, but at least... Now. Your twenties is for you to be. If if my I daughter, like I'm never see you older now. Mm. 
I feel like the twenties should be your wild years. You know what I'm saying? Like my twenties was my wild years. That was whoo. You just turned thirty like a, two months ago. You just got out I your know, 20s two I'm months saying. ago. So, I'm but you've always my 20s been in a relationship. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but it was good. so okay. I I feel like this. I feel like this. My serious relationship, all by all of my kids' mothers. So that's four people I was super serious with. Everything in between, that's I was fucking years. around a lot. I was fucking around a lot. Like I was just. I I guess if like you said dating. I guess I was dating. Like hey, you know you want to come kick it. You want to go do this. That's that's what that was. A lot of my twenties. Um, like I said, the relationship, I had the baby, you know, besides my oldest son, like that was high school, you know, I don't count that because you know, I was a freshman in high school, but you know, after him, I dated a chick for four years, um, throughout high school and part of college. And then, you know, after her, I was on like a, a fucking spree, if you will. And then when I left the main college, went away to Wisconsin, came back, got into a serious relationship with my youngest daughter's mother. After her, it was my youngest son's mother. After her, it's the relationship I'm in now. And I just end up, you know, dropping babies. Yeah, no. Uh... (laughs) But but what I can say though is after after my I, I could say that my besides my oldest son, the other three kids that I have were all planned. Because at that point in time in life, like I had everything. I had a house, had a car, had this, that and the third. And we was like, Hey, shit, let's let's, let's make a baby And it just so happened it didn't work out with the mothers, you know, but you know, it is what it is. It wasn't like I was just out here fucking and then, oh, here come a baby. That wasn't that wasn't happening. It was every step for my first was all planned. Well, there's no judgment here because you know I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect, Patty, at all. Um, you know, I just remember, you know, my what high school I was. My junior, senior year, freshman in college, I was with somebody. And then when I turned about 22, maybe 23, I was with somebody for probably about a year. Yeah, about a year. And then after that, I was single all the way up until about 27. And then I was with that person for about nine months, not even a whole year. And then I got with the guy that I'm with now when I was 29, 28, somewhere like that. 29. It's only been three years. Yeah, it's 29. I'm thinking about it now. And the rest of the time I was single. And I would, like, you know, date people in between, but nothing serious. It was just like, oh, I'm going to breakfast with this guy today. Oh, I'm going to dinner with this guy today. Oh, I'm, you know. Stuff like that. So I never, I mean, I never just was with one person. Like, I didn't sleep with them all, so can't call me a, I mean, being a hoe, whatever. But I did. I didn't. I'm sure you did. But I enjoyed my, my time. But I was also busy getting my shit together. Like, I wanted to finish school. I finished school. I, um, you know, I was in service. I was career-driven. You know, I was doing a lot of other stuff, and I didn't really have time to entertain nobody on a serious note like that. And then I had my daughter, who came from a marriage right. that didn't last long at all. So I just really, after that marriage, right, I just feel like it changed my, my mindset about it because I didn't want to be having yeah. no kids trying to, be raising them and a guy leaves and decides this is not what he wants no more. You know, people change their minds and it really gave me perspective of I really need to get to know a person. Damn, I need to get really to know myself before I start bringing kids into the world 
you know, yeah. before that, because it's real. So and that's why my daughter's yeah, age. That. I have a newborn son. So my, uh, my marriage ain't last long either. So that's why I was like, after that, I just wasn't trying to be with nobody. I think it was more so my feelings was hurt, and I really didn't want to drag nobody else into that, you know. And what I was looking for at the time, right. I don't feel like anybody was able to give it to me. I had to be able to give that to myself. And it took a lot. It took a long time. It took about five, six years before I was, like, really invested in, oh, I'm I'm doing better and I'm getting well now and, you know, I'm not hurt anymore. And, and that goes back to what you were saying, women sabotage relationships, because I definitely probably would have been one of those ones that sabotage a relationship um, because I wasn't mentally ready. Because I kept thinking somebody's going to do me wrong like my ex-husband did. Somebody's going to do me wrong just like him. Even though they're not that person, it's just I gave this person my all. I tried. Or maybe I'm too young. Because I don't even fault my ex-husband. He looked, he did a lot of fucked up shit. But I don't even fault him because we were both really young. So it's like check it up to the game of we didn't know no better. Um, He didn't know no better. He wasn't ready. I personally wasn't ready because I wasn't ready to sit there and, and, and deal with, you know, certain stuff that I'm accustomed to now, like um, communicating. I was always revengeful. And this is not something you need to have included in a relationship is trying to be revengeful, get back at a person, or, oh, he slept with somebody, so I'm going to sleep with That's like real childish, you know, and it's not right. going to get you nowhere. So that's kind of how I... Uh, um, interpreted things now Even though me and him still don't talk And he doesn't have anything really, you know, To do with his daughter And that's not, not no fault of mine Let's get that correct I've called and asked if he wanted to That's just his personal you know, preference Of what he don't want to do But he'll figure it out as time goes on I have nothing to do with that But um, You know That's just, just what it is And I, I felt like Maybe when she turned about five, maybe he would get it together because he's still very young. But now he's approaching, like, 30, 30. And um, he's going to eventually, I guess, see the light of things that he's supposed to be doing with his daughter because she's very impressionable right now. She's about to be nine years old this year. And she's, you know, she needs a father figure in her life or her father in her life. But if he doesn't decide to be there, the new guy, he's been around and he's been doing that role. But that doesn't take anything from him being our father. It's just currently that's the situation that we were dealt. So that's what we're going to deal with right now. Right. But it's all good. It's all good in the neighborhood. True. Your butt over there has been smoking pot. You know, I don't smoke. I eat edibles. I'll do the <laughs> pen, but, you know, I don't roll up no blunts and smoke all of that. So let me tell you, the, the, the older I get, the more I realize shit. When I was in my young, my teens and 20s, I could smoke all day and drive and be fine, right? I'm older now. I'm 30 years old. So in the Super Bowl, I ate an edible, right? You know, mm-hmm. everything was cool. Then it hit, and then I had to go. I, I had to drive my son home, right? So by the time I ended up leaving, uh-huh. I tried to, you know, you know, get get well. Uh, shit. By the time I got in that car and started driving to take him home, Man, I was driving by snowbanks thinking that was the police. I thought that every car that got behind me was the police. Like, I was tripping. My damn feet was floating in, in, in like, the clouds. So you're like, trying to kill some people. You better stop. Man, I couldn't feel the damn pedal. and It was just, I'm like, yeah, the older I get, I can't handle this shit. This, this is not what I used to. No, I'm not used to this. So I'm like, fuck this. Well, if I'm- I do an edible, I have to be home. To do an edible, just sit in the house. I can't eat an edible and then go drive. Like that shit is dead. I'm not who I used to be. Uh, uh-uh, I can't be high and drive no more. 
That shit is dead. <laughs> Drinking and driving is different, but that being high for edible time. You shouldn't jobs, be yeah. doing either. Don't be doing either, because you get a DUI here in these streets. It's over with. They will drag your ass across well, the street. Well, I mean, they're gonna I drag know, your see, ass all across limits. the ground. I know. I know my limit. If I'm out somewhere drinking, I know my limit. If I get sloppy drunk, no, I'm not driving. But why? If I know I'm driving, I'm not going to be sloppy drunk and drive. No, I could be. I could be drunk and drive, but sloppy drunk and drive? Hell no! I've never been well, sloppy I don't drunk drink. and driven anyway. I don't. Yeah, drink. some people don't, I don't like. Drink. Like I know, I know my limit to to as to where I'm it's still not that well I don't enough know to drive. My limit. It's not that I don't know my limit. It's just that the older I, I stopped drinking at 27 because I remember mm. one time I drank, thinking like it's a regular weekend, having a good time, was stuck in the bed for three days, hurting, never again, ever, ever, ever. I promised myself. I said, no, I don't know what happened because when I was younger, and I'm not old now, so I, I'm, not, I'm just saying, but when 21 hit and we were partying every weekend, it was just like I was good. You know, I'd get up within a couple hours and be good to go. I don't know what happened that year, but I tried to drink like I used to, and I, I couldn't get up. Would not get up. Was hurting too bad. I said I would never do that again. I don't even like the way alcohol tastes anymore going down. Like, no. No. Yeah, I'm a drinker. I can definitely drink. I could definitely put away some shit. But, um... Now, smoking? Yes. I, I have the like best the of both worlds, because, like, my father, my father's side of the family was all smoking. My mama's side was, was the drinker, so, like, I could tolerate both. But I always chose one or the other. So, in my early years, I didn't drink as much. I smoked. And as I got older, I've drunk more and smoked less. So, like, now, shit, I'm... I could drink, but I don't really smoke. If I do edibles, I'm at the crib, you know, on the weekend. Um, the edibles I got now, though, they're CBD edibles, so it ain't like I'm going to be fucked up for after taking one. But the ones I took Super Bowl Sunday, that was some legit shit that was brought back from Las Vegas. It was 10 milligrams, but, man, I was high as a kite. No, I'm breastfeeding now, so I can't participate. You know, I've heard from three different pediatricians. One of them said, yeah, I can do edible or smoke, but as long as I'm not feeling high or anything, I can breastfeed. Then the other one says, yeah, you got to wait six hours. They give you a time. Then the other one say, no, it's staying in your system too long. You can't uh, smoke at all. So... I don't know. I have oh, three different I'm opinions. Put it, like this. put it like this. Most of our parents grew up in the 60s and 70s, right? They indulged yeah. in a lot of shit and still had babies, and those babies came out fine. My mother used to do a lot of shit, and I came out fine. So I don't really Yeah, but that's when she was pregnant. I'm talking about breastfeeding. Yes, my mama was breastfeeding. <laughs> That's why you crazy. If the day you ever meet my mama, she'll tell you a whole lot of shit that you shouldn't even be knowing. But she'll tell you, you know what I'm saying? But like, I don't. It, it's kind of hard when you get into medicine because it's like, yeah, I hear you, but I mean, no harm, no foul. This shit been going on since forever. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess with today's medicine, they would rather you not. But I feel like everything is free game unless it's cocaine. You know what I'm saying? Cocaine and crack can definitely fuck up a baby. But, like, marijuana, mm. does it really affect breast milk? Eh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to think about most, some women, I mean, some women know that they pregnant right off the bat. Some women don't know until they're three, four months. So, you know, within those three, four months of them being pregnant and them not knowing, they didn't smoke some weed, drank, and all this other shit, and the baby still comes out fine. So it's like, eh, when it comes to medicine, you know, in the, in the pharmaceutical world of scientists and doctors, it's like, eh, I hear you, but, but, you know. 
So <laughs> I try not because to. Clearly, I've, I've been doing it. Because it's like clearly you got three doctors who are saying three different things. You know what I'm saying? So clearly nobody really knows. You know, so mm-hmm. they just look at it as being a drug, and they're like, "No, nah, you shouldn't do it." Now, I ain't yeah, saying which is go crazy. do it, but. Yeah, I ain't saying go do it, but, you know, I'm just letting you know that, eh, you know, some people have done worse and the babies came out fine. And, <laughs> or breastfeeding and they've been fine. Well, I definitely be wanting to, you know, I've had my days where I have partaked in, but for the most part, I just be like, no, nah, I'm awake. No, nah, I'm awake. But if, I'm you, awake, if you make bottles, if you make bottles, you know, beforehand, you 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 know, you'll be good. Like my girl, she'll yeah, I'll try and make I'll pump. a few bottles, yeah. But she but still ain't trying to be on when I'm on. Yeah, she, so like, she partakes a little bit. So you only, I only partake a little no, bit. No, she don't. And, you know, I make. She more. don't. She will not. So I'm the only person that she's been with where she she smoked and done edibles and shit. Uh, maybe besides one of her exes, but like other than, than that, uh, she will not. She will fucking absolutely not really drink or do an edible or none of that shit while she breastfeeds. She won't even drink these damn wine coolers that she got. I'm like, Why'd she get them? That's what I'm saying. Like, man, it should be all right. You, the baby, be fine. You could drink a little. Maybe, maybe she'll sleep more if you put a little bit of alcohol in your titty. <laughs> and your little milk. Yeah, I'm back in the day. My grandma used to give us beer at like six, seven months old. Well, that's gonna be okay. You know. But that's what exactly. we grew up in. But I did yeah. get some money because I voted for Tampa. <laughs> of course, you already know that I was going for Tampa. I, I won a lot of money, a lot of money. Voting on Tampa because my initial bet that I made was in September of last year before the season started that Tampa was going to win the Super Bowl, and the odds were crazy. So that was a lot of money within that, and then I made a lot of in-game bets, and then I did football squares, and I won two hundred off football squares at work, so that was two hundred there, and I won an extra six through all the fan duels and sports books and shit. So yeah, I won a lot of money. Yeah, I'm sure Because everybody was talking about some KC I was like, I'm going to call my granddad He was like, them old boys going to get him I said, yep, I'm going with Tampa then So, like I said yesterday, AK Like I said yesterday, (laughs) AK I told you Nobody will beat the GOAT When you give him dangerous weapons He will know how to use them And that defense stepped up and did what they're supposed to do and exposed Kansas City, and therefore they became the champ. <laughs> they did. You're, he now has a 70% success rate when it comes to the Super Bowl, which is crazy. Tenth appearance, seventh ring, brings him to a 70% success rate. So that means don't ever bet against Tom Brady. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. <laughs> I know, AK's probably listening like, shut the hell up. Right. Although, yes, I agree, he lost three times. I get that. But, you know, don't bet against him. <laughs> be all right. But, anywho, what's going on uh, this Thursday show? Um, I did not look into any poets yet, but I'm pretty sure once we put it out there, we'll have a lot of people who are actually, no, actually, no, we're not doing a poet. We actually have an artist that we're interviewing Thursday. Um, I believe her name was Adriana. Is that the Adriana, one we emailed? The one that Lopez put in the, uh, Oh, bus? shit. Oh, yeah. shit. I forgot all about that, because. AK just booked for us to have an artist on the show this Thursday. Uh, well, 
We can do both. We can do both. Fifteen minutes. Well, the artist would damn near do the whole show. The poet could do fifteen minutes. So we could have yeah, the poet call in at nine fifteen, have him do his fifteen minutes, and then have the artist call in at nine thirty. So I will actually let AK know right now to have the artist call in at nine thirty, so that way we don't have you know discrepancy going on. I, mean, I forgot all about because I got it. Yeah, use that word. Yeah, see that that'd be the thing when I be at work, I don't be I'd be like I don't I pay attention but I don't pay attention all the time. But it's like I'll be super busy. Well, I'll be yeah, I'm busy too. My son is uh <laughs> gonna be up. Man, like I've been doing a lot of work, a lot of researching, a lot of a lot of a lot of things. And I'd be like, oh, shit, this person's supposed to come on? Damn, my bad. You know, this radio stuff is really crazy. Like, uh, me and Ray So Dope yesterday were talking about people think that, oh, well, you know, I can do podcasting. It's going to be easy. It's really not. There's a lot of stuff that goes on with it, especially once your name gets out there and so many people want to be a part of what you got going on. It's, it's a lot. And, uh, oh, I'm going to be a guest on your podcast. I'm just going to invite myself. You ain't got to invite me. I'm already inviting myself. Just let me know what they have oh, to call. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. You was already going to be a guest. Oh, thank you. I'm flattered. You are. you my favorite. Don't do not do that because you're lying now. <laughs> you, I'm not lying. You are my favorite. You are my favorite. There's literally okay, two people about... in this whole media world that I've been part of for a full year now that are my favorite. And that's my ho- the host of my guests from yesterday and you. You two are my favorite. Your host from yesterday. Who's your host you and everything. Ray so dope. That was my uh, my guest yesterday, and, I, and she's my favorite because she got me into podcasting, which led me to radio. And she's definitely a huge fan of me, and I'm a huge fan of her. So like, she's one of my biggest supporters when it comes to anything. And then you know when we met, the feelings mutual. We both are a fan of each other. So you know, and then I I include you in everything, everything. I always that's why I always call you. Oh, you just buzz right now. That's all it is. Talk to me when you're not buzz. No, this is no. This is the <laughs> truth. This is the absolute truth. Oh, well, thank you. I feel very flattered. We got we got great chemistry on on air. You know, hey. a lot of people like when we both on air, on a, on air at the same time. You thought oh, I was playing when I said you got fans. <laughs> I didn't know they were saying that I got fans or not. I'm sorry, guys. That's my son talking. It's all good. We, I definitely didn't look at the time. I got to start packing a little bit. But you got any well, last words well, for everybody? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, so I'm going to explain something. So everybody talk about I am Genesis is my, my name. So the three... It's the three points in the I. I am like a tribe called Quest. You got to say the whole thing. I am Genesis. It means I am the beginning of something new. That's what my name means. So that's 3YEM underscore Genesis on Instagram and Genesis Silverman on Facebook. Please go out and cop the book Thunderstorms Were Meant to Be My Friend on Barnes & Noble, Amazon, or Book Patch. Or the Shopify website of I Am Genesis. So support your girl, support the platform. If you want to do some poetry, please hit me up on either one of those platforms and uh, or Radio Rail and let us know. We will definitely put in the slot for you. Uh, that's about it. I don't have nothing else. What about you, Radio Rail? Yeah, I know where to find me. Terrell Radio Rail Redmond on Facebook, Hell Rail 1290 and Radio Rail 21 on Instagram. 
again, y'all, this is my last week of radio. Um, you know, it's, 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 I will be back. Trust me, I'll be back. So don't think that I'm going away like this is the end. No, I'm just be off for, for a damn near a month. But, you know, when I come back, it'll be, it'll be great. Uh, and I'll probably have a lot more to talk about because I know there's going to be a lot of things going on in between the times that I'm off, and I always keep a lot of stuff. But just know I'm always working when I'm not working. Remember that, y'all. Always work when you're not working. Yes, and invest in yourself first. Exactly. So with that being said, good night, everybody. Enjoy your night. You, you enjoy your night and kiss my, my nephew for me, Genesis. Will do. And kiss my niece for me. Got you, got you. And we will holler at y'all this Thursday from 9 to 10.30 p.m. I'll holler. Good night, y'all. <laughs>